Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we're thrilled to have you join us tonight for our Street Smart Spirituality Hour right here on bbsradio.com. Uh, I got a few exciting things that I wanted to share with you tonight. I've got an amazing guest. He's been on before, and now he's back by, actually, back by uh, your demand to have him back. Cornell Neese is joining us today. There's a universal healing energy. There's a life force that exists in all of our nature. And as we know, it vibrates at a very, very high frequency where most of us cannot sense it. But for those that can, this energy can be brought into the human body. It can activate the body's own life force system and healing energy. And today, Cornell is joining us to demonstrate what that's about to demonstrate the gift that he has been given to help each and every one of us come to our, our vitalistic healing potential. And so he's joined uh, today, uh, joining us today so that every one of us can tap in and get to a place where we understand the Christ consciousness that we have in ourselves. He uses amazing combination of arts and, and mysteries from his Native American tradition and, and that of embracing of Christ in ways that will blow your mind. Uh, well, you'll hear us talk about sacred stones today that he uses, and uh, he'll tell you a little bit about those. And as usual on this hour of the Dr. Pat Show, we are giving away, uh, we, well, we are opening up the phone lines and Cornell will connect with you. I want to thank one of our sponsors for bringing this show to you tonight, uh, and that is Nordic Naturals. Uh, they are bringing this show tonight uh, to you. And uh, for those of you that want a free sample from them, we've got a toll-free number for you to call, and they'll send you out samples of their highest-grade products they have in fish oil. Uh, 800-662-2544, 800-662-2544, extension 317. Just let them know you heard this on the Dr. Pat Show. So the show is about mind, body, and spirit, and Cornell is with us today. Cornell, it is so great to have you back again. Oh, it's just lovely to be with the great crowd. I'm telling you, it's a great crowd. It's a great day. I want to start off a conversation with you by having you describe to our listeners the gift that you have, the work that you do, and how you break through the layers of consciousness to help people move life full out. Well, the easiest way to break through the consciousness is be honest, have your integrity, and don't break your moral spirit. Your moral spirit will bring everything to light for you. It's a warning system. It's, a, it's also a guidance system. And if you fall into the realm of honesty, you can do anything. You know, this is an interesting conversation about honesty. And honesty, for a lot of people, uh, means, you know, getting up and paying your taxes correctly. Uh, honesty in our day-to-day -day has to do with the promises, the intentions we set to be on this earth together. And at the same level, honesty has to do with being um, in tune to the commitments we make to ourselves and then, in fact, actually keeping them. I think a lot of folks are familiar with what happens the first of the year. We wake up, we make commitments, and, and a small percentage of people actually keep the commitments that they make to themselves. And so at what's... What do you sense is going on today? I mean, what's happening in the world today that's getting people off track? I think people are setting goals for themselves, number one, that they cannot achieve, that they spend a lot of time to achieve for others and not themselves. 
I don't think there's enough personal influence on uh, what people feel that they should do for themselves. They're putting aside a lot of stuff for society, including their families, their their own heritages, and their own lineages. There's just not enough time in society today to take care of yourself, and I think that's a very big wrong. What does that mean to you, Cornell? I, I think it's important to to have a conversation about what it means to take care of oneself, both in mind, but body, and spirit. Really, all of those integrated. They're all integrated, but in order to survive in society today, we're structured to live a lie, and that's to make everybody else else happy but yourself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You hear a lot about swallowing pride and people have egos. Well, you know what? Yes. It's the people with egos and have a lot of pride that succeed in life because they're very forward on what they want. There's an honesty there. There's, there's, there's such an integrity there, and they're so driven on getting what they want that they're honest with themselves, and they can live a fulfilling life. Every day we wake up and we get into the day-to-day. Some people wake up and they kick right into a spiritual practice. Other people get up and they're worrying about getting the kids to school or they're worrying about getting to their jobs on time. Or, uh, and, and maybe worry is not, not the right word anymore because I think we used to worry. Now we're in such an automatic mode that I'm not sure we even take time to worry. We're just going from point A to point B. Exactly, and worry is actually a perfect word to use because we're not taught into, into society anymore like we were in the 30s and the 40s where people had time and family values were of strength and and going back three three to four thousand years where people ate together communal lives between tribes people ate together they hunted together they ate together they shared stories together as very few families sit down at the supper table and eat together anymore and we lose so much within our own children that they're taught to hurry up and get things done for somebody else but there's no quality time. A lot of people use quality time as well as timeouts. Well, you know what? The adult lives a timeout. I'm I, I figuring between 18 and 20 hours a day. That adult is in timeout because he doesn't know, he or she doesn't have enough quality time, actual quality time with their own children. That's why they're running amok, these children. They're angry, these children. There's not enough nurturing anymore because we have to fulfill society's uh, eagerness to get things done very quick. You know, I, I mean, I introduced you as coming from the Native American traditions, and and part of what your legacy is about, I would imagine, is to pass those traditions on, not only to your own family, but what you've learned and bring that out into the world. And when we talk about Native American traditions, I think we use that terminology and uh, many people do not have a clue about what that means. And so I think, Cornell, it's worth us having a few minutes to talk about what that means. I know you've just touched on it because when you're talking about bringing family, bringing the families together, sitting, sitting around telling stories, I know that's part of the tradition. Is that getting lost today? That that is so lost today. And, and again, I, I'll try to bring it in. I'll try to bring in the new world with the old world again by saying, a lot of our children today are being diagnosed with ADD. Oh. If you go back two to three thousand years, you don't even have to go back that far. You can go back two hundred years. Children played. 
children express themselves. We are so politically correct right now that if you touch a child's shoulder, if an adult touches a child's shoulder and says, you've done a great job, there's always that one politically correct person in that crowd to say, you molested that child. We can't express our feelings anymore. And that's not to say that we're going to touch their butts like a bunch of baseball players. That's in our view every day. Well, wait a minute. That's a good point. Because, you know, we got a lot of butt touching going on on the baseball field, we have, to be honest with you. Not only the baseball field, it's done in basketball, it's done in football, it's done consistently in society, it's done, and we're shown this. But again, to show a child love by touching his shoulder or shaking a strange child's hand in, in, in a group session and saying you've done a great job, you'll be chastised for it, you'll be prosecuted for it, and you just... It just doesn't happen, and it's frustrating. It's, frust- it's frustrating. Well, I think we certainly figured out ways to put up barriers. But, you know, all of this is based on one thing, Cornell, and you and I have talked about this before. It's based on fear. It's based Definitely on fear. fear. Definitely you know? fear. Our children, our children 100 years ago, 50 years ago, you know, I, I, I watch a thing on Discovery Channel, and it talks about uh, how cannibals, and, and tribal people from 200 years ago, but these people lived a God-fearing life. I, I, except for the cannibal part, I'm not into that, but here again is, is such a savagery upon feeding, but still lived an amazing life outside of that. But away from the cannibalism, again with these children that are diagnosed with ADD, Native American children, Alaskan children, the Inuit, and, and the Aztec, the Mayans, these boys played together. The children, the girls played together. There was only one time or two times a year uh, with the hoop dance that the older children can get together and mingle. But these children were allowed to express themselves. They were all into the lineage of being a hunter or being, uh, preparing food or be, being the guy that would start the fire, the flint man, etc., etc. We have that no more. How many? You can go down the street now and you can go to any little town you want to in America and you don't see the shoe cobbler anymore. You don't see the leather maker anymore. You don't see the dressmaker. It's all disappearing. It's all disappearing and it's a shame. Well, it is. And, you know, part of what's disappearing is our connection to the great spirit, to the great mystery. And, you know, you have been able to not only... Uh, maintain your connection, but you've been able to fine-tune this and fine-tune it in a way that helps people understand the very nature of what's happening uh, within themselves. And that's why we brought you back to the show. The last time you were on, it was really clear the connection you were making with people. And as a matter of fact, you followed up with folks. So I want to make sure everyone knows that uh, Cornell is going to be participating tonight. We are going to be doing readings with him, and you're going to get a sense of uh, how he can connect you with, uh, you know, that inner sense of peace. And right here, live on BBS, of course, be the number for the truth. What'd you say, Cornell? I say just be pre- just be prepared for the truth. I do not deal with well, negativity and will not negotiate with it. Exactly, and so that's what this is about. And uh, let me give, remind everyone of the call-in number tonight. Uh, if you want to connect with Cornell, the number is 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. Uh, we're going to take your calls. We're going to bring you on air. And, uh, Cornell, let's talk a little bit about what a reading is like. 
what that means, how you go about it. Because I, for me, I, I, I get to talk to a lot of people, and everyone has their own style. And um, you, in particular, have a very in-depth, very conversational, very clear, very considerate way to work with people. But one of the things that you're really clear about, no negativity. Absolutely. And the way I started off is I'm, I'm completely different than uh, most people are. I, I don't consider myself a psychic. I'm a spiritualist. So what I do is during conversation, as I get you to talk a little bit, name, dates, et cetera, et cetera, then I start to validate things. But I open your mind. Your mind tells me. And then at that point, when I see what you really need through your mind, I go to the other side get the message, and I bring that message forward. And since our last show, what is it that you've been able to uncover for people that you've worked with? Because you've been pretty busy. I've been pretty busy. We had <laughs> yeah, you have. I had one caller that uh, actually uh, him and his wife had uh, left the Mormon faith, and she's struggling with all the uh, interdemons that were instilled in her through all this period of time, uh, what has led her to leave the faith. But they're holding strong, and, and that's the whole point. And she has a lot of things to fight through yet, but uh, we're going to get through it. We're not going to let it win. And my biggest problem is, uh, not a problem because I don't have problems, but my biggest thing that I have is when people say they're born again and they get behind another facade People who are never born again, and I'm sorry if people disagree with me, but God and Jesus lose no, and spirits lose nobody. You might be having a second chance or another opportunity, but to be born again and then follow something completely different beyond what you've been led to believe and what you're being led to believe again, there's no time for you to believe what you need to believe. And it's a big, it's a big insult. Well... You know, part of this is uh, honoring uh, all of the traditions. And I think that the traditions talk about, uh, you know, spirit is spirit, whatever you want to call it, whether it's Christ, whether it's God, whether it's Buddha. uh, It doesn't matter. And it's not as if they turn, it turns a switch on and off. We are the people that turn the switch on and off. Exactly. Exactly. We We all have the same gift that I do. We all have the same gift that I do. If, if, if everybody just took a little time to relax and, and just thought about what they would, would like, it would come to light for them. Decisions need to be made very quick. Don't second-guess yourself. When you do, you let another opportunity come in and the actual opportunity escape. Take advantage of every opportunity that comes to you through the light. Okay, folks, so we want to invite you to the show. If you are uh, wanting to connect with Cornell, if you would like to have a reading, if there's something going on, uh, give us a call, 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. Give us a call, and we'll take your call and connect you with Cornell. I was doing a show the other day, Cornell, and one of my guests said to me, said, you know what's wrong? Uh, you know what's wrong in the world? I'm just going to I'm going to paraphrase it. It was a 40 minute interview, but he basically said, "You know what's wrong?" He said, "We're all you know we're apathetic. We 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 are, we don't care anymore. Exactly. We as a society we don't care." And I said to him, I, "You know I'm having a hard time believing that, especially from 
the, the folks that I connect with on the radio, my listeners, uh, my sense is there are people that care. So I'm always really cautious to generalize. But there is a sense right now that we don't care enough to take action. So I opened up the phone lines the other day, and I asked people to come on and tell us what is ticking you off, what it is that irks you, what it is that bothers you, what it is, what is it that you would love to change, what can you get behind, what can you get a little passionate about, what can you get a little energy around. And, and, and I'm not judging this, Cornell. It's, it's, it, the point is, what are you what are you plugging into right now? Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I'm not concerned about that. But what's on your mind? If you're listening to the show, what's on your mind? Cornell, what's on your mind? I actually did listen to that show, and I, I, I did have a few brief instances where I had something to say. And one of the stronger points that came in for me the most was a lot of people believe, but there's not enough time. And what happens is we're so filled with energies that belong to somebody else and we feed off of those where there's not enough time to express your own energies and we're allowing society to create life for us instead of us creating life for society. I mean, look at fuel prices now. And I'll give you, for instance, the other day a woman had I called in to my website and she told me, she says, you know, I had an accident with my car. The insurance company covered all the work. But, however, they want extra money for me to put my car back together. The insurance companies would only allow her car to be taken apart and fixed but not be put back together, like the door panels on the inside. And, you know, we're allowing expenditures that could be spent here. We're spending almost $50 billion a year in other countries fighting wars when we can be feeding our own, teaching our own, you know, the news companies love to say the Japanese kids are three years ahead of us in education. Well, duh, we just funded it. We, we teach people how to starve. We don't teach people how to, ag- to have agriculture. We're, we're not spending this money running pipelines through, through deserts where, where hundreds of different tribes are living. But they'll show you how many are dying every day. But they won't show you what the solution is. We're funding too many wars. We're funding too many countries that just don't give back. It's okay to say you know, to help your neighbor, but help your neighbor in the right way. And we're teaching our society the same thing. It's okay for our government and, and people who that we're putting in office to say that, okay, this is where it's going, this is where it's going, so he can get sympathy votes. There has never been anybody put in office with an actual vote, not in my mind. When we step back and we look at all of this and talk about uh, spirit healing, at the underneath all of this, some would say that uh, the angst that we have, what's going on, the anger that we have, the actions that we take, has to do with our separation from spirit. That we see ourselves so different, so far apart from spirit, that we cannot make the connection, as opposed to seeing the spirit, the God, the Christ, the Buddha, whatever it is inside of ourselves. And so the work that you do is about spirit healing. The work that I do is, is, is all spirit healing. And it's basically done by allowing the spirits to come in and actually look into the body also with your hands. Now, one of my prayers is I ask Jesus to give me the pain 
that he has suffered for me and everybody else into my hands. And he knows how much pain to put into my hands. But in turn, this pain is an alert tool for both my palms. And when they go off vibrating and, and, and I, I get all kinds of sensations, I know that they're with me. And it's all part of prayer. If, if you believe absolutely that this can happen in your mind, all this positive energy will come to you. It, it does work. That's not to say take the place of chemotherapy or radiation, a lot of this healing, I, I'm, I work with so many cancer patients that are terminal four that are going through radiation and chemotherapy that I even go to these sessions with them, and the power of prayer just helps them get along. The hair grows faster. Uh, their stomach is not as nauseous. This is all part of the healing process, along with modern-day medicines. In your, in your journey, in what you've looked at, Cornell, uh, and what you've seen, over time, how has your own journey been transformed as a result of the work you do with others? Well, I had some really tough journeys and uh, very heartfelt. I'm uh, actually going to start to write the first book on, the, on this Sunday with a dean of a college, uh, Mary Ellen O'Brien, which has wrote an amazing book called uh, Living Well and Dying Well. Mm. Um, a, a great book. Uh, not a very big book, but very heartfelt, uh, very very Celtic in manner, but just amazing. Um, but I'll give you an idea. I mean, I, one day as a young teenager, I rolled into a cemetery, I had no idea it was a cemetery, and I ended up spending about nine hours there, and there was a lot to learn. I overstepped my bounds. I did a lot of repenting, a lot of praying, and it took 33 years to come out of that. But there was a lot to learn. I, I, sh I was in a place I shouldn't have been, but at the same time, I let the spirits filter themselves, uh, come through me, use me for not so much a rejuvenation purposes, but more or less for a uh, mortal feeling for them, something that they needed in their lives. And I've channeled through that, and it's taken quite a long time. I mean, other journeys, I've seen pain. I've seen anger, I've seen uh, glory, I've seen the light, I've seen just the most beautiful things on earth, I've seen birth, I've seen it all. But there's so much more yet to learn. Well, I want to invite everyone to uh, experience a reading by Cornell Neese, who's joining us today. And the number to call to do that right now live on the Dr. Pat Show is 877-876-5227. Uh, you are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour. My special guest today, Cornell Neese, energy or guided spirit healing using sacred stones. That's part of the work that he does. Phone lines are open for those of you out there that would like to participate, ask a question, get some clarity, or tap into the healing energy that he brings to us tonight. Uh, again, that number is toll-free, 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. You know, while we're waiting here, Cornell, I mean, the question comes up about healing and healing in general. Healing at a macro level, of course, the earth globally, the earth itself other people on the earth. Uh, and at the same time, we're looking at the individual level, individual healing. I mean, it's the micro and the macro. It's a conversation that has gone on, you know, from the beginnings of time about that which is within, that is which without. 
And so all of this we talk about and we see ourselves as in a place where the level of consciousness and awareness has been raising, rising, rising, and rising. And yet, in contrast, it seems like the world is at its worst. How does one make sense of this? I, for me, I, I see a lot of good out of this, though. I'm watching more of the teenage crowd now. Yeah. Go, go into the Christian rock thing. I, and the movement is just so huge now. Yeah. We're regaining what we need for self-structure. All right, right. And, and without the self-structure to bring in the right frequencies, a lot of people, they talk about spiritual healing. But, you know, it's not just the touch of the hands or the feel of the stones. Uh-huh. It's, it's the herbs that grow at our feet. It's, mm. it's the plants. It's, it's everything around us. And nobody absorbs all that. You know, it, if everybody was to put the complete package together, they would see how amazing the spirituality and the frequency that lives in, in, in an everyday life just within oneself is amazing. Well, we're going to take a minute now because we've got somebody on the line. Uh, I want to welcome you to the show. Who do we have joining us right now? Uh, this is Gail. Hi, Gail. How are you tonight? I'm doing fantastic. And where are you I'm calling Gail. from? I'm calling from Kansas. All right, Gail. I want to introduce you to Cornell. Um, I don't know if you've heard him before, but we, uh, not. we wanted to bring him back. No, no Hi, Gail. this is my first time. Hi, Gail. Hi. And welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Okay, thank you. So, Gail, what 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 uh, piques your curiosities for a shaman? <laughs> well, for a shaman. <laughs> well, I am told by Dr. Louise Torrey that I was a many times a, an Indian shaman. Okay. Um, and I actually look like one now today too. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing, but anyway. <laughs> Everybody says, you dye your hair. My husband's always telling me, dye your hair. And I said, no, take away from the look. I'm trying to get that That's look, right. you know. <laughs> Gail, could you, could you tell me the heritage you're born into now? Uh, German and Blackfoot and uh, Irish. German, Black, well, the Blackfoot and Irish stuff is pretty good. The German is kind of distant. But yeah. uh, you, you said a doctor told you, uh, what was his name? Oh, uh, Louis Torrey. Uh, Turi. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. on Coast to Coast and actually used to have a radio show there with BBS, too. Yeah, okay. okay. I, I, I didn't hear you the first time. That's why I had asked. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. But uh, what, would, what would bring you to, and for the doctor, to bring you to right to lineage to being a shaman? Um, and a feeling that you get? He said that's just what his feeling was for my past life um, reincarnations. Hmm. That many times I had been a shaman. Okay, and how do you feel spiritually? Are you easily connected? Oh, definitely, yeah. Because I feel that you're struggling a little bit, though. Can I ask you what uh, what religion you're following? What religion? What religion are you following? None. Creator. Creator. Okay, so the the Wakantaka. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, do you study... You you should have said organized religion, not don't believe in them. Yeah, okay. so you're talking more spirituality. Yeah. Okay, so you're okay. That's where the difficulty is. That what I'm picking up the separation between spirituality and religion. But I have to ask you, Gail, what religion did you come up in? Oh, I was raised as a Methodist. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they're 
I, I feel I feel that you know there's a lot of procrastination going on there. That's mm-hmm. what's driven you away. Um, you're a very good reader too, aren't you, Gail? Mm-hmm. You read quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I got a good book I'd like you to to get a hold of, if you don't mind, Doctor Pat. Would that be okay? Sure. Hello. Yes. Yes. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, I've, I've got pencil and paper. I'm ready. Okay, it's by Jeannie, and it's spelled G-I-N-I, Graham Scott. She's a Ph.D., but she has a book called Shamanism and Personal Mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y. Shamanism and what? Personal Mastery. I saw that book somewhere the other day. That's a, Yeah, I know you did, and you passed it by for a different one. Mm-hmm, I did. Okay, you need to go. Back to that. <laughs> you you need to go back to that book. Need to uh, walk back down to... that aisle. Take that step back, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was only two books to your left from the one you got. Yeah. Um, you need to go back to that book. You wanted to get it anyway, but you weren't sure because of the drawing on the front. Right. Okay. You need to go back and get that book. Okay. That book is going to be a very good insight for you and keeping your spirituality and the religions that you came up separated so you can go into more of a spirit realm because you're having a hard time connecting because right now you're dealing with a lot of very quick shadows and uh, your your figures are not staying there long enough for you to understand the message. Well, I think a lot of it, too, is that there is so much chaos around me right now yeah, who's it's Jeff hard to stay you? focused and in your center. Yeah, who's who's Jeff around you? Pardon? Is there a Jeff around you, or a George? Jacob. Is it Jacob? Then the Jacob. Jacob. Uh-huh. Now is Jacob a nephew? Is he what? Is, is he, he a nephew or? No. My What's husband? his relationship? He's your husband. Yeah. Oh, so Jacob's your husband. Is he younger than you? He's younger. Okay, that's what that's where the difference is for me. Ten years uh, younger, yeah. yeah Ten years younger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a big difference there. That's why I want to write the forward. Yeah, no no offense here, you know. This is the this guy's pretty good at reading, so he gets in some detail that most people don't get in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I see this. Yeah, you get it, right? Fasten your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Be prepared for this. Gail, are you having a lot of animosities with uh, Jacob in the last two years? Oh, I think that's a safe bet to say yes. Uh, okay. At, at this point, uh, what I'm going to tell you is probably something you don't want to hear, uh, but I need to tell you because it is you're not taking enough time to understand him. It's every. It's all about Gail right now, and well, it's, frust- it's frustrating you. I, I had to because and I, I, I know you I know you think about this, but you know, part of being a shaman or a past shaman, allowing your spirits to come in, I want you to take a little more time on some of the smaller situations because you guys are blowing them way out of proportion, way out of proportion. You guys are almost separated right now. Is that fair to say? No, no. It's separated by his alcoholism. Well, Dr. Pat, if you remember two weeks ago, the lady who called in had the emergency and had to take somebody to the hospital? Yes, I do remember that, Gail. I that remember that uh, during during the call, um, that we actually... 
Yep, that was you. I do remember that. Yep. And that was him that had the emergency as we were speaking. Yes. Oh. And you had to hang up. And he actually was stayed in the hospital for several days and mm -hmm. now has cirrhosis of the liver. And he's only 41. And, mm -hmm. and I'm just so tired of the whole alcoholism scene that I cannot do it anymore. It has been mm -hmm. so fragmented spiritually. He, but listen, he runs into a, a, a problem that I have with another person that uh, actually uh, lives about five hours from me, but... Uh, does he ever talk about not wanting to be here? No, but he's going through the motions of... It's like being on suicide watch with him. Really? Yes. Really? Well, And, and here's, the, here's the, the, the thing I cannot understand. They can be sober for five or six weeks, and then all of a sudden they are just, just excuse my French, but heck bent to die. They yeah, drink but, to the, from, but he comes yeah. from a... A long line, a very long line yes. of uh, dependent dependent people. Yes. I mean, his dad did the same thing. Yes. And not only that, I believe his dad had two brothers, and they do the same thing. I think so. Yeah, there's a long history there. Yeah, they're very they're they're very chemically dependent family. Yeah, I mean, and Germans and yes, and Germans. You'll find a lot of Germans that have uh, a drinking problem. But you know, and that that falls back, Gail. To the same thing, Doctor Pat and I were talking about how this world can change. You know, you can break that. You can break that link in the chain if you wanted to. Correct. Absolutely. But, but it's but all about know, wanting to. And you know what? It's a shame that we could walk through our society today, Gail, and people think it's really cool to sit there with a beer in your hand and a crowd of people and swear obnoxiously, smoke, uh, you know, outrageous materials, mm -hmm. and that's cool. But it's mm -hmm. not cool to go it's to church cool. on Saturday or Sunday. No. You know, and, and, and that all leads back to what we were talking about. Yeah. But, Gail, you know what? Uh, I don't feel he's very violent uh, to others as he is to himself. Right. Only to only to self. Yeah. He's very self-destructive. Now, did his father die an early age? 60s. Yeah. See, and it was due to alcoholism also, wasn't it? I'm, I'm sure it was, and um, he died from lung cancer. And, you know, I never can get the whole truth about that. And plus, um, he well, had Well, the whole a... truth about that is he died from alcohol asphyxiation uh, from a swollen esophagus. Mm -hmm. he, couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't regurgitate. That's, mm -hmm. that's what killed him. And the pressure got into the heart chest cavity, and uh, just the pressure from the liquid around the heart completely stopped it. Yeah. And, and um, this person also had a little sister who uh, was killed in a farming accident when she was only mm -hmm. like 10 years old, and and Jacob was like four, 13 or 14, and he's blamed himself, and the family blamed him too all these years. And yeah. I, go ahead. Yeah, I, I want to say that that's that's what's coming through for me. Um, it's a strong, uh, and Cornell, I think you talked about this earlier, there's a strong uh, energy of guilt, and I wasn't sure if it was you or if it was him, but, uh, you know, honestly, he is wounded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And alcohol, what, what, Cornell? I said he, he is a wounded spirit, a wounded soul. He is, and, and you know, I hear this, person. and it, it almost brings tears to my eyes. Yes, actually, such a good person. Yeah, and see, this is really the pull for you. There's a pull and a push. 
Mm-hmm. There's the good person that you know mm-hmm. and the destructive nature of what you're around 24-7. Yes. And that becomes an extremely difficult dance for you to do on a day-to-day basis. It There's is. no doubt about it. Nine years of it and I'm totally exhausted. Exactly. And, you know, people that are in the situation that drink as regularly as you're describing, yeah. being, being, uh, being off of alcohol for five weeks is not being sober. I just want to be clear about that. Repeat that again, what? Yeah. Not drinking for five or six weeks is not being sober. Oh, no. That's not, not what sobriety is about. We're just not using in the addiction. That's You're all. not using. That's right. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, Cornell, I don't know what you're picking up, but what I'm certainly picking up is that this is a, a difficult situation. This is somebody that you care for. You have to come to the place where you understand that there's nothing that you really can do that he will not do for himself. You see? Mm-hmm. But you can have compassion so long as you're willing to stay there and watch this. Right. But it becomes hard to stay and watch someone destroy themselves. Oh, it does. It does. I, girlfriend, I'm telling you, I know it does. Yeah. And it's so really you're at a crossroads. Draining. Yeah. It's very draining. Mm. Cornell, what do you say to that? Cornell, are you there? Are you talking to me or Cornell? Yeah, Cornell. Did we lose him? I don't know. Did we lose Cornell? All right, everyone, we just had to reconnect there. I think we're blowing out the circuits here on the show. Uh, Cornell, are you back? Yes, and I agreed with what you guys said wholeheartedly, but I'd like to give Gail a warning because I'm going into... Is Gail, is Gail there? I want to make I'm, sure I'm Gail here. is with... Okay. I'm here. Okay, Gail, I, I, I tapped into the... Uh, I had a little bit, and I, I just want to give you a little bit of a heads up on something. Uh-huh. I want you to watch out for him with hepatitis C. He already has it. Uh Gail, I, I, I really feel at this point you should maybe start to keep a little bit of a distance and be a little more uh, thorough on the things that you do. Well, we haven't um, even, let's see, how do I put this on the air? We haven't been intimate for over four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but be really careful on, on, on uh, the sneezing, the coughing, uh, drinking out of the same cup. I think it's imperative at this point. Yeah. Okay, Gail, so, yeah. Of course, the, the doctors told me that it was brought about due because most everyone who has cirrhosis of the liver 
also begins to test positive for hepatitis C. Yeah, but he's got more than just cirrhosis of the liver. I, I, I'm really looking inside of him, and he has a, he actually has a fatty liver. Mm. So he's, his absorbent rates are, are, are really quick now. Yeah. Well, when he was in the hospital two weeks ago, he registered a 4.0 wow. for two days. And on the third day when he went home, he was still a point, almost one point. Almost you know, what is, what is, Gail, uh, Maybe after the show or something, you, you can, uh, Dr. Peter, we can give you my email. I'd like to uh, maybe talk to him. Okay. Even Why don't you both does... follow up? Let's give out your email, Cornell, and, and Gail, you have a pencil to write it down? Yeah. Go ahead, okay. Cornell. You can reach me at Special Stone, one word. You're saying dot Special Stone? Yep, Special, special stone. stone. Okay. Dot Tripod. Okay. Dot com. Dot com? Dot yep, com. dot com. Yep. Specialstone dot tripod dot com. And both of you all connect in that way, uh, you know, we can I think we need to take a moment and and really from my perspective, really need to praise and raise this, this man as well as you, Gail. Yeah. I mean I, in I, the I, spirit I, of, in the spirit of love for everybody here. Yeah. I will, I, Gail, I promise you tonight I will go into about an hour of meditation for you and your family tonight, and, and along with it will come very strong prayer. I appreciate that. Okay. I pray Thank every you, day Gail. for him. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank God you so love much. You. Love you, too. Love, Gail. And that experience that we described today, Cornell, uh, of two weeks ago when she was on and had to leave because there was a 911 emergency was exactly like she described Wow. And so, um, you know, all of uh, what you pointed to uh, was uh, so correct. And our hearts go out to to families for people that are really struggling with guilt, with shame, because that's honestly that's not a God quality. And you know, that's no. something we pick up. And if if we could find a level of uh, one's forgiveness, if he can forgive himself, it will go a long way. I want to mention to everyone, my special guest tonight is Cornell Neese. He's joining us on BBS Radio. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We have opened up the phone lines for you to call in, as Gail has. Um, if you would like to get a reading from Cornell, as you've just heard uh, him do with her, it's going to be accurate and it's going to be direct. Uh, 877-876-5227. 877-876-5227. You know, Cornell, as we're looking at it, I don't think we're going to get to the question. I think we've got another caller. Who do we have joining us on the line? Hi, this is Rose. Hi, Rose. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello, Rose. Hello, Cornell. Hello, Pat. How are you? Where are you calling from? Omaha, Nebraska. But I'm All originally... Right. I'm originally... Well, let me introduce Phoenix, you to Cornell. Nice to meet you, Cornell. Rose, it's my pleasure, and I can always use a new friend. Thank you. <laughs> Same here. Um, I, I was listening to what Cornell had to say earlier, and I just could relate to so much he was saying. Um, I, I, I just totally agree with, with everything he's saying because um, I was really in a dark place uh, like a little over a month ago, and and now I've um, I feel like I've... Uh, gotten in touch with my higher power now and things have really changed for me yeah and that's good uh, rose but you know what you're using the wrong terminology okay don't use don't use what you're going through as vindication okay use what you're going through as validation all righty 
because you're still you're still cutting yourself a little short and keeping yourself in that dark world, especially I when know. you take a step backwards. Right. Rose, you got one foot going forward in front of the other. Uh-huh. Keep going, girl. Okay. I love the energy. You have a lot of energy that's starting to come out, and it's brand new energy. Yes. And listen, I know in the last month or so that you have felt really good at times. Mm-hmm. You can continue that. Go back and look at how you felt when you connected and how good it made you feel. And and the new and you're you're going into a whole different light right now. I know. You've changed a lot of things right now, and including including your spirituality. Yes. Because you're you're really touching out right now, but don't be in such a hurry, Rose. Especially if you're in your age group. Okay. Uh, you're starting to mature now, but don't mistake maturity for spirituality. Also. Okay. Along along with your maturity, you'll bring in different spirituality. But it's it's a beautiful place to be in, and you and you'll learn to grow together. And when you grow together in that light, it's amazing. It's truly yeah. amazing. Well, I mean, I think it's amazing what I'm going through right now compared to how I felt. Well, you're so, finally saying no. Yeah. You've never said no before in your life. You're finally standing up for yourself and saying, "This is not what Rose wants." Right. You're finally saying to yourself, "This is the way it's going to be for Rose." And you need to keep on that path because yeah. you've been sheltered a long, long time. You've, you've had a lot of bad people around you for a long time. Right. There's been a lot of negativity, uh, even growing up. You know, God bless mom and dad, but, you know, if it wasn't mom and dad's way, there was all hell to pay for you. Right. And right. You, need to, you need to just, listen, you're at the age where you're maturing now. You don't need it. You can, you can toss it aside. One of the favorite things that I do, Rose, is... I put 10 things on a piece of paper. I read that thing for a month. I read it every day. You need to do that. But at the end of your sentences, I want you to say to yourself, and it will be so. So write 10 things that you would like to see in your life, mm-hmm. and at the end of the sentence, put, and it will be so. I, you know, I, I do a lot of that uh, positive affirmation. Now I go outdoors and I and I pray and I and I speak out what I'd like to change. A lot of things and and I and I pray that it'll happen. You know, so I, I am know, kind Rose, of. Doing I know, that. Rose, but part of praying and bringing in spirituality isn't praying for something to happen. You have to pray to make it happen. You can't be afraid to ask your God or or Jesus or whoever's in your life. You cannot be afraid to ask them for what you want. A lot of people say, well, dear God, please give me some money. I need money. But yet they won't take the time to say, dear God, send me a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to pray for it, pray for all of it. Mm-hmm. He listens to you. And when it's time for you to pray, that's your spirit world telling you that they need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. That's not just an impulse that you get that you need to pray because you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's an impulse that comes from the spirit world, from the transitions and from the from the messages that are being sent in your life. That's validation for you that the spirits are listening and they want you to talk to them. Okay. They need to understand you. Don't send mixed messages. If you need money, you tell them you need a lot of money. I, you, you know, know what? I had, I had a dream last night, Cornell, of a, uh, of a beautiful, I mean, it was just like a beautiful, uh, magnificent lion. I mean, it, he was huge. Mm-hmm. And I was connecting with it. I was like, it was in trouble. People wanted to hurt it, and I was trying to help it. And it was coming to me for help. 
does that? I didn't know if that maybe was a message or. Oh, a, did you did you help the lion in fact? Yeah, I in fact I mean that my husband were in the car and 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 we first saw it and at the same time we saw a group of men pull up with weapons wanting to harm it and we drove towards the lion right before someone else was going to harm it and we we were able to control this other person through our mind I don't know how to keep him from hurting the lion. And then as we, and then the lion started coming towards us for, you know, for protection, and that's when I woke up. So it was all, I mean, positive, and the lion was coming to us for, for help. Okay. When you say lion, are you talking female or male lion? Yeah. It was a, 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 with a big, beautiful mane, golden mane. It was a huge lion. It, it was okay. a male. Okay. Well, you know what that is? is? is That symbolizes that something in your life is going to come to you that you're asking for. Because the lion, the male lion, does not go in for the kill. It's the female that does all the hunting. And at the very end, it's the male lion that comes in and suffocates and completes its prey. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're praying for, is that, it's definitely coming to light for you. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, it's going to be... Very, very, you're going to reach, you're going to find that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You don't have to go through all, in other words, what I'm trying to say to you, because i got to be careful because I, your background, but uh, finding the pot of gold is one thing, but you're not going to see a lot. With your praying and your spirituality now that you're bringing in, they're going to eliminate a lot of the harm that comes in. They're going to eliminate all the visual effects of something that goes bad, but you'll witness it at the very end. You, 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 you're going to be spared the carnage of something that's going to come to light for you. I don't understand that. Uh, in other words, when, it, when, when, let's say the lion goes out for its prey, mm-hmm. you're not going to witness the kill. Right. You're going to see the very end when all the carnage is completely done. Mm-hmm. Something's going to come to light for you that you know is going to come, mm-hmm. but you're going to be spared all the agony, the animosities, all the anxieties. You're going to be spared all that. It's going to be done and over and right to the point for you. And you're going to find out that it's a really good place to be sometimes. You know, Rose, let me let me say this. Um, I, if, I don't know how much you know about the, the, the totem of, or the, the lion. But the lion also is the power of feminine energy, and you are stepping into your feminine energy. Exactly. But you are the one that's stepping into the place of power. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to be put into the position where you don't have to go through all the carnage anymore. You're going to go right to the end of the sentence or to the end of the situation now. Without you're, The lion is going to spare you. That totem animal is going to spare you. All the anxieties that were brought into your life before, mm-hmm. you're not going to have to deal with that anymore. You're, you're, oh. you're more, and it falls into being more mature also, mm-hmm. where things are handled a different way with you now. But remember, Rose, Great. they have to be handled for Rose. Yeah, and this is especially true, Rose, of your interaction in family and in groups. I don't know if there's issues going on right now at work or in your family or whatever it is. In my family, lion energy. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, the lion energy what? The lion energy is for you to, you know, not seek out or attack. It's for you to really pay attention to the group. 
make sure that you're coming up with boundaries around what's roses and what's not, what Rose will tolerate or what she won't. Yeah, you're and gaining your new strength. You're gaining your new strength. And the lion is, 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 a, is a power, feminine energy power. Yeah, it made me feel good, and I and I felt there was a message there for me, and I wasn't sure what it was. And, and uh, it's to claim your power. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I definitely need to do that. That's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, Rose. Keep stepping forward. Don't step back. This is for you. Stepping forward. Yeah, one of the things that came up in, as you were talking for me, and I want to share with you, Rose, is you have to laugh more. I have to what? Yes. You have to laugh more. I'm laugh. sorry. I, Love? L-A-U-G-H, laugh. And what I mean by that oh, laugh. is, mm-hmm. yeah, throw back your head, wake up your day as you go out and you pray. Go out and just laugh. Bend over and sit and stand straight up and laugh. Make your tummy hurt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I will. Well, let me, I'm going to laugh a little with you, too, Rose. Here it goes. Huh? <laughs> Take it with you, Rose. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You've got to do that more because that's part of your power as well. Okay. Rose, have you moved recently? Uh, we we are planning on moving. Uh, I like to move for you. I feel that the move for you is going to be very good. Oh, great. I, I yeah. like to move for you. Even though your counterpart is not so sure, mm-hmm. do the move. The move is going to be very good for you. Oh, good. I mean, I, I, I know I've been praying about that, and I want that to happen. Well, Rose, you're in big sky country. Enjoy it. Okay. All right, Thank Rose. you very much. Thank you, Thank both. you, Rose. Thank you. God bless Bye-bye. you. God bless. God bless you. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, you know, again, I can't believe the hour has gone by so quickly, Cornell. And, again, I want to thank all of our listeners, all of the folks that call in. Uh, Gail and Rose, again, thank you for calling in. Uh, so many wonderful, wonderful people that you and I get to connect with on a regular basis, Cornell. You know, as we're winding this segment down, I, I wanted to ask you uh, your personal message. What, what light do you want to uh, have shine on our listeners tonight? What's your, mer- your personal message, your message from Cornell Nice? I would love the light of, uh, the light of love. With love comes, comes everything. The prosperities of love bring you wealth, bring you dimensions of health, bring you untold stories. Everything is new. Just bring in love in your heart, bring love to your mind, and and you could never fail. Never fail. And that certainly has been demonstrated in the work that you do. And I, you know, my heart goes out for all of you out there that know that you have that light inside of you. That's what you talk about, Cornell. And know that that light is there, has been there, and still is there. What's going on in the circumstances of your life isn't really the truth of who you are. That's been your message of the work that you do, Cornell, isn't it? It's absolute. On the money, couldn't have been any better said. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Cornell, you know, how do you want people to get a hold of you? What's the best way for them to contact you? Um, I have a website up. Um, it's called specialstone.tripod.com. And it'll okay. also be featuring. Uh, also be featuring in the next couple of weeks uh, uh, special herbs made for individual use, n- not packaged, so you have to measure it out and all that. 
going to have oils from uh, Isutras and stuff like that. So we're going to have a wide variety for you. But main thing is, please call me if you need the message. But again, be prepared for the truth. All right. Thank you, Cornell Neese. Thank you, everybody at BBS Radio. Uh, until next week, everyone. Uh, this is Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out more about us, check out our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Know that you are loved, know that you are blessed, and know that what you desire is already there. We'll see you next week right here, same time, bbsradio.com. Until then, make yourself a great week.